Christ, Maggie senses tell me this is going to get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji and Sopolis. I have a dream. Honey, cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't that. Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the OnlyFans football podcast kicking it back to our origin days um, this episode episode 13 Kieran I believe 13 um, Tony fans is what we're going to call it get it like it's, it's a pun Ivan Tony he's doing well yeah. I think he's going to go to the World Cup and run amok but yeah that's uh, the title of this week's episode Kieran how are you yeah 13 I'm lucky for some I'm lucky for some for not all okay like this episode I mean um, we don't know what's to come <laughs> but uh, this will be fairly unedited as Adam said uh, kicking it back and we are kicking it back here in the Potato Wadge studio mm, I was only walking past that restaurant the other day still as uh, awful as ever um, chicken Gijans Gijans um, Potato Wadge and instead of extras it says Exeter's so it really is like another planet altogether what's the place called again um, Dyslexia What's it? No, well, that's what that's called. What's the place called, Dave? That restaurant. Dave has joined here as well, by the way. Um, just screaming out there, Dave, real quick. I was going to say the golden shit, but that's what the food is. Oh, that's a spa- um, that, the food there is, the scram there is lovely to be yeah. fair. I have no idea, I can't think of it. It's like the grill or something. It's Indrum Condrits, Cross Ralph and Birdie Hearns. The growl. The growl. <laughs> it's the grill with one L. <laughs> the extra L is uh, is for us because we boy filled it. But um, yeah, Cross Ralph and Birdie Hearns. Fagans, Kieran, uh, how was your week this week? Well, Adam, it was a eventful week, I would say, as always. Um, it it started off. I suppose it always starts off on the weekend, doesn't it? It's, there's not really a, a linear system to these things. Um, mm. But it started off with points in the halfway house. Mm. Four points of Guinness is all it took. I was sloshed, and then I came home and crawled into bed and went to sleep was it because you hadn't drank in a while yeah 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 straight straight to sleep and then woke up at about 6pm the next day no I woke up about 11 um, and then it was time for Bon Iver Adam or Bon Iver as I just call him Um, we made me cry into my whiskey when I came home it was (laughs) was very depressing I Um, I have no idea who Bon Iver is uh, it's sort of alternative sad music mm. but he's very good he's, he's he's good at what he does like if you're mm. into him he's good but. I think he has a song with Kanye as well pretty sure or yeah. they I don't know if it's a band or if it's a he it's, it's just one person it's I just think. one person Bon Iver okay yeah um, but yeah it was good sounds like he's from Crumlin uh, or something <laughs> Bon Iver you you Bon Iver <laughs> yeah yeah well, like, let's say the better <laughs> did you miss me Carol? I did miss you I did miss you I missed, I missed Adam lots 
um, especially the sadness of the gig so <laughs> <laughs> they highlighted that a lot I would have made it worse girl. <laughs> very exacerbated but uh, yeah yesterday was the hunt for Blink-182 tickets no um, joy absolutely shocking delighted for you uh, I was up at 10 in the morning and me and Ben wanted to go so I was like well, I'll try and get them now no, look I was in the queue for about an hour and mm. then when I got in towers 108 quid for yeah. standing it was a joke shout out to uh, Ben Casey's sister of course a loyal listener to the show um, yeah but yeah Blink 182 Kieran I wouldn't be uh, mad on going to see them I'm not going to lie to you yeah not many people are it's too cool yeah. for a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is that's what it is <laughs> but how was your week Adam? Um, yeah very uneventful Kieran well I say that the weekend was fucking like top of the range if Carlsberg did Sundays it was yeah. It was that. Um Friday evening, Kieran, I went out to the driving range with Dave who was sat across from us here. Dave has actually becoming quite a driver with the with the driver <laughs> and and the car. But he is getting good. Uh I, I still am mediocre, but that's life. Um but on the way back from, from the driving range, Kieran, <laughs> That's a very sad statement. <laughs> <laughs> on the way back from uh from the driving range, um I seen me and Dave seen one two Robins. So one for sorrow, two for joy, and I don't believe in shit like that. I really don't believe in stuff like that. But it's interesting you raise that topic. Why? Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I, I but yeah, the the joy coming on Sunday with Shells getting to the final and right. Liverpool beating Man City. But I spent me Saturday Kieran, and uh, I'll get into this more for Jersey of the week in uh, Kildare Village, which was actually a pleasure pleasure for a change. Um, picked up a nice piece. I will explain in Jersey of the week. And then what the, Sunday? Sunday came around, Kieran. <laughs> And I was like a nervous wreck. Me and Dave were out of the house at fucking ten past twelve. Went all the way up to Carber to get Shay, who just completely took us out of the way to Waterford. Thanks for that. Thanks for Shay for taking us forty five minutes out of the way. Um, we got we got a we got a nice breakfast roll. Well, I got a chicken roll and uh, Joe's and uh, Kulak. Big up to the Kulak massive, um, one of Ireland's greatest um, colonies. And then <laughs> what? <laughs> and then and then we picked up Woodley in Ratfarn wherever the fuck he is. I don't know where he is. Where is he live? Uh, Woody's not done shocking him. That's towards Kildare. Clown Griffin. Clown Griffin. Clown Griffin's yeah. Alan Woodley. David on Woodley. Um, Gryffindor. Yeah, Gryffindor. Uh, one point for Woody. But um, yeah, and then we went down to Orford Crown, and we actually have we are going to review the FAI Cup semi finals. Um, towards the end of the football chat but it was on the way back here on and I'd just like to say just being a war for myself it's a bit of a tip but um, we got we got nice scran after match I got a spice bag with chicken balls in the car and um, spilled it all over me runners so that's what I get for slain Warford but um, yeah the the post match scenes here on in the stand status quo um, rocking all over the world was playing it was a very organic moment because they played it on the tannoy and it was like, and I like it. I'm not going to sing it, but it was very good. Um, and yeah, Shell's in the final of the FAI Cup. Standstorm as well. The Rude was playing um, pre-game, which got the fans going. It was like, like I felt like every, we were just, it just fell for us that day. And uh, it was on the way back here on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play in these, these um, clips now from, shout out to Emma Power of the Request Show on RT2 on a Sunday evening. Um, Myself, Dave, Shay, and Woodley were coming back from the match. Just imagine she was listening right there. Ah, oh, I mean, like 
she she has like I have her number now to send her voice notes on Sundays, which is crazy. I'm not going to. Jesus Christ, I'm not I'm not going to do that. But uh, we did we did kind of take the piss on um on the way back on Sunday. So first of all, I, I got I just went typical shells, Lily Allen, not fair. So I'm going to play the clip now, Kieran, into the mic. I keep your request to me on five one five five two. Hi Emma, please play Lily Allen, not fair for shells getting into the FAI Cup final. Love Adzi and the lads. Congratulations to all of you. I love I love the way she says congratulations to all of you as if we were playing. And maybe she thought we were playing, I don't know. Yeah. But I definitely wasn't playing. And then so this is when we found out then that she accepts voice notes on WhatsApp. And I said Shay, I was like, Shay, go on, send a voice note. I was like, Oh no, I'm too afraid to send a voice note with you and I went, Oh yeah. <clears throat> so he took his phone and I pretended to be Shay. And um you wanna hear did you when you hear poor Emma Shay. poor Shay, but Emma at the end, like she was lo- she was loving the chats from us uh, but uh, here's the second clip anyways okay so I've been asking you to send in well I have been asking you to send in your voice notes on whatsapp but I do have some imaging that does tell you to do it so I'm after receiving a few but yeah, a bit of an issue today with whatsapp for some reason it won't let me download um, your voice notes and it won't let me play them from my computer so do you know what I want to play some of your voice notes so I'm just going to do it this way and hopefully get on okay with this have a listen Oh yeah, man. What's the crack? It's Shay here. I'm with Adzi and the lads in the car. Coming home from Shell's back in Warford. I just had to play Darude Sandstorm. Cheers. Love you, boy. <laughs> Keep just coming into you now. I'm Darude Sandstorm. Darude Sandstorm. Darude Sandstorm. <laughs> Darude Sandstorm. 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 Darude for like I, I suppose putting up with us I don't know how many people are listening but this is where it takes the piss then Woody, yeah, Woody th- then, this was bait this was bait Woody <laughs> then decided to chime in and said uh, can you please shout out my two mates Damien and Duffer <laughs> who have uh, passed their biggest test and she even says in the clip I'll play it now that um, she even says in the clip she's like uh, I've no idea what the test is but here you go oh, I Shout out to Emma, she's a great sport. Uh, we really did fucking take the piss, but it sounded like she enjoyed it. She enjoyed the crack from the lads yeah. to an extent. But uh, that was kind of the highlight of our weekend. It just reminds me of that Tony Campbell uh, clip. It's a shrew! <laughs> what the fuck's a fucking shrew? The, the music in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and that was that was kind of the trip back from Waterford. But um, as we said, we're doing this before going into work this evening, so this is going unedited. So we're going to. Jump right in, Kieran, to Jersey of the Week. As I said, in Kildare Village. A pleasure for a change. Um, and I picked up a long sleeve jersey, Kieran. And people might be listening going, oh, so what it's long sleeve? Mm. Yeah. But they don't make long sleeve jerseys anymore. It's something that's going out of fashion. Yeah, it's treasured. It is. Mm. And it's the first long sleeve jersey I've seen in a while, Kieran. You're spilling salted caramel latte on you there. On your hand there. But, um, oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, um, I picked it up, Kieran, and it was down from ninety euro to to forty euro. Which, to be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. Don't be wiping on the sofa, Kieran. Adam, I, ca- I, I caught you. No, no, I'm catching you here. Don't be wiping coffee on the new sofa, Kieran. God damn it! But um, yeah, what you mean it's not edited? It's on edited. <laughs> no, don't be doing this. I'm trying to make more for it. But um, yeah, and I picked it up, Kieran, 
and I was debating between that and the Germany home jersey that was also down there for a decent price and Kildare Village man is usually like it's actually it's a lovely spot to go to now in fairness but it's usually a place where you never pick up a bargain like it's, it's really irritating that way and I just picked up a, a nice Real Madrid jersey I was buzzing it was the one that they wore knocking us out of the 2021 campaign Champions League when we had like fucking Nat Phillips and Kabak playing so it kind of brings back memories of that season but um, a lovely jersey nonetheless a nice pink stripe going down the side of it hmm. but yeah I'm happy with that pink purchase Panther. the pink panther yeah but yeah I'm happy with that purchase Karen. that's our jersey of the week this yeah week. those outlet that sort of counterproductive like the opposite ones in the US oh the ones uh, in, the ones in the states are unbelievable yeah like, the to Tommy Hilfiger ones and mm. you get shit for 20 quid and off it's great mm. but um yeah, I suppose we'll move on to the football. Yeah, and Kieran, this week we are taking a bit of a different approach to the football because so much happened in the week and like we could talk about the Champions League. We could talk about like if you want to talk about Chelsea real quick beating Milan again, what did you think of that? Oh it was it was routine. Um but do you know what? I think the Tamori red card sort of ruined the game. Um, mm. before that it was a competitive game and I was looking forward to it I was looking forward to the test that Milan posed mm. in the San Siro I was looking forward to a classic Champions League tie and this referee just got too involved and it's like they have these main character moments sometimes where they're like oh, yeah. I want to become the main mm. character here and sending Tomori off was the wrong decision I think a yellow card um, was the right decision or even no card at all mm. I don't even think it was a penalty mm. um, Mount sort of gets bundled over um, and he said it oh, you see Tamori walking off the pitch and Mount says it to him that wasn't a red card at all he says it in his ear you can see Tamori yeah, going yeah, mad yeah. and this just kind of shows the injustice of referees in general because mm. I think they, they tend to ruin games mm. in, a, in a sense and yeah and it was the same night here on, <clears throat> and this is where we're going to get the football chat going thanks for talking about Chester I was just looking something up <laughs> But uh, that that's why I, I chimed in. Oh, I'm just letting you know, yeah. But because uh, we we planned not to talk. I thought about. you were genuinely interested. No, I was as well. I was wink, no, 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 wink, wink. But um, that night as well, Kieran, a historic game between the women's national team of Scotland and the women's national team of Ireland took place in Hamden Park. In I think Hamden's in Glasgow, is it? Yeah. Or Edinburgh. Or and do you know what, Adam? Like once that that tomorrow red card happened, I saw her started switching over to that because. Yeah. The Chelsea game was over in the match. It was a non-contest. Yeah, it was that. a non-contest. So I was like, let's watch the Irish women here. Mm. And it was a hell of a performance from from the Irish national women's national team. Um, and yeah, it was going to the World Cup. It's it's so historic. That's why we're talking about it. It deserves to be talked about. Um, it was Amber Barr who got to go, Donegal native. And it was fitting given the, the tragic events that happened in Cresslock. Um, last week so it was really nice and I think I think that's the beauty of football sometimes that um, the sport can kind of I, I don't know how to say it in th- this way but it, it almost that that was fate you know what I mean it was fate horse scorn uh, a woman from Donegal scorn after a tragedy and she went straight to the camera and you know paid her tribute it was, it was an awful tragic event I mean so, it's, it's unbelievable to think it even happened and yeah. um it was great for Amber Barrett to get the goal and it was a fucking cracking goal as well by the way. It was a lovely ball by Denise O'Sullivan in the midfield. 
through the Scottish defence and Amber Barrett after the after the game said in an interview was, was like I just toe poked it you know what I mean she was very nonchalant about it I was like I just gave it a wee toe poke and I was pissed myself at it because I have friends from Donegal and I find the accent very funny to hear it to hear it on telly is very funny you know what I mean a wee toe poke um, and yeah it was, it was a great finish and I think the achievement is is unbelievable given the circumstance of where Ireland are ranked um, like all the European teams that went through are ranked 4th, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 9th um, of the teams that have gone through and then you have Ireland who are ranked 21 you know what I mean it, it's an, I, I don't think people understand how much of an achievement it actually is I think it's great um, for the women's game yeah oh, it is absolutely it will, it will grow or it will inspire more mm. um, women to get involved because I think you see what happened with uh, the women in the States mm. loads of women in the States play, play football you know what I mean so mm. I think this will only grow the game and it was, it was only five years ago that um, the likes of Kate McCabe Anya O'Gorman Stephanie Roach Emma Bourne all these women's players came out and obviously the likes of Kate McCabe and Anya O'Gorman still involved in Sep now but Emma Bourne who would have been a stalwart of the Irish team way back then they came out and like Rapino in America they had a stand against FAI and they were saying things like you know, this isn't acceptable. They were sharing tracksuits. You know what I mean? They weren't getting any funding from the FAI. So to see how far they've come in five years is, is really great. Um, and I think I, I appreciate that bit more because I've, I've worked with yeah. the WNL this season. And um, even like Sean, I do the commentary with Sean every week. I was delighted for her. She was the first person I texted because I know how much it means to someone like her. And um, yeah, it was, it was a really great occasion for Ireland. And uh, yeah, hopefully it does wonders for the game over here. Quickly. What do you think of the long throw specialist? I thought that was class. Oh, I thought it was great. <laughs> I, do you know what it is, right? Um, the funny thing about it is there's, there's a fellow who supports Shells and he coaches a, a women's team. And I see he put up a Twitter, he put up a thing, a tweet on Twitter the other day after the game, after the fact. And I think the person who was throwing the long throw-ins was Nee Fahey. I'm pretty sure she played to Liverpool. Mm. And his tweet said, everyone was just going... Do you know like when we were younger and we'd be playing football, it was like, oh, I want to be Ronaldo, oh, you want to be Messi. <laughs> the girls were going, oh, you want to be Neve Fahey. And they were taking big, long throwing. You know that kind of way? Yeah. So it is, like, I don't think people realise the effect that can have on the game over here for, for ladies. And, uh, yeah, it was a massive result. Um, and I just want to say as well, real quick, I don't, th- don't want to pay, I don't want to give Sky the attention that they also crave but uh, fair play to Chloe Mustaki for how she dealt with that interview with your man Rob Watton or whatever his name is from Sky the irony in it is unbelievable it's like something of Alan Partridge it really is um, and I think she dealt very well with the question of uh, do you need education on it and she's literally like eh, no <laughs> I, and I, I'd say she was dying to like say a million and one things the boot in, yeah. but she didn't right. and I thought to be honest with you I thought she dealt very well with it and it was an awful situation for them to be put in, to be honest. I don't know how they, they were allowed to be put into that. And whatever you think about the song, is neither here nor there. But it's That's exactly what they wanted her to do, though. Mm. To buy on that and to oh, say yeah. something bad. And I think it's it's right the way she handled it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just atypical of media to focus on the negative. You know mm, what I mean? Absolutely. After, as you said, the tragic events that happened, mm. they, they go ahead and focus on the negative and stick the boot in. And mm. I think it's wrong, but... It's it is, har- absolutely It's right. harmless, like, uh, mm. ridiculous, but, yeah. But, yeah. Good win, anyway. Ah, oh, fucking great win. I'm really, I was really, like... Hopefully was, we draw them in the World I, Cup. <clears throat> I was sat, yeah, imagine. <laughs> I was sat here watching, and I was buzzing when the guy went in, you know. It was, it was a great moment, but, um, 
yeah, shout out to the to the women of Ireland who got us through to the World Cup, Caron, because the men aren't doing it. You know what I mean? And that's that's for <laughs> At sure. At least you have something to look forward yeah, absolutely. to. Absolutely, and I I urge anyone who who you know saying that last week, if you're listening, get down to a League of Ireland ground this weekend and um, watch the women because. Even that team that went through last week, nine of that that eleven have either played for shells, not the eleven of the squad, either played for shells or have played for shells in the past couple of years. Like the quality is here, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, definitely fair play to them. Kieran, we're gonna move on now to the Premier League this weekend. Another cracking weekend of of I'm gonna call it VAR class because VAR takes over again. But yeah, you're gonna kick us off. Fair place, yeah. That's a good. That's a nice quote. <laughs> the ball just dropped there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose I'm going to kick off here with Spurs and Everton. Adzi, I know you're not expecting this start, but um, this was possibly the worst game of football I've ever watched. <laughs> okay. Um, I came home. I was tired. I sat down uh, to watch this game. Uh, unfortunately for me, <laughs> and um, of course, my mom sits down for snooze. And she's like, um, oh, Kieran, you know what? This football is going to send me to sleep. I'll just sit down in front of it. She didn't know who was playing. And I was like, Mom, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you. It's going to send you to sleep. And of course, it sent me to sleep. Um, this was a pure Conte game of football. Two teams that did not want to play football at all. Mm. Um, Everton. Conte versus Lampard. Oh, Lampard tactics are ridiculous. 11 mm. men behind the ball the whole game. No plan B, just stick 11 men behind the ball, expect something to happen mm. um, on the counter. And fair enough, you might get the odd chance where it does happen. You might get the odd chance where you break and score. Mm. But I just think he had nothing. He had nothing. And I'll talk about Lampard a bit later, but... The penalty. I woke up about 55 minutes in, and this is when the penalty happened. Mm. Um, and I'm not exaggerating when I say I fell asleep. I, I generally oh, I, did. I believe it. Um, so, You're out golfing, Kieran, I imagine. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was there but... Um, I think it's Darty who takes the shot. Pickford spills it, does not do well at all. Um, spills it to Kane, and Kane sort of takes a pass him. And at this point, Pickford's like, oh shit, and he just swipes at him. And that's. I think it was penalty. I think it was, yeah. I think he made a big mistake putting his arms out. I don't think so, man. Um, you don't think so? I think it's, I think it's a typical Harry Kane um, Premier League penalty. There's, there's a still on Twitter, and I, I, I don't know if you want to spoof for a few seconds while I try and find it, but. I was looking I at shall. I, I was looking at it going it, it, it fits so perfectly because it essentially illustrates how much of a non penalty it was, how much of a penalty it wasn't, I suppose. Mm. Um, I think the spill is the is the problem though. I think if he doesn't spill it Yeah, it's poor from Pickford. But that's 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 natural. Here's the picture here, Carol, sorry. So you see the picture here, <clears throat> there's three circles. Um, Kane falling is one of them and his mouth open screaming, <laughs> the hand up in the air looking Why would for the you penalty. Scream at that? And Pickford, who's lying on the ground, and yeah, he probably does well, make contact, but th- that doesn't show the contact he actually made. I know the the tweet essentially says the engineered contact, the faked pain, the mid air appeal, classic Kane. Mm. Nobody does a better. You've got to give him that, and I think that's, I think that explains the penalty exceptionally well because a lot of players do that though. But he it's does it the most, him. and he gets in the way with it. And if it's anyone else, if it's Mo Salah, did you see what happened to Mo Salah and, and Silva on, on Sunday? Silva like gives him a choke slap to the ground. Referee doesn't even give a free kick. Like, mm. so I think Kane just gets away with it because of the English bias. But yeah, 
getting back to the game sorry I didn't think it was a penalty yeah personally I thought it was a penalty because of the mistake I think and Pickford has his hands in his or his head in his hands sort of like looking down the ground oh fuck I'm after fouling him um, but well, anyway. I think as well Karan, he's sorry. head in his hands sorry head in his hands now that he's, the penalty's going to be given oh yeah that's Re- exactly whether it's mean. whether it is a penalty or not he knows because it's Kane going to the ground but he knows it's going to be given even after Kane scores you see Pickford apologising to everyone and yeah I just Kane makes no mistake obviously and then um, after this Everton sort of capitulate and this this was expected because they have to break out of their shell a bit and mm. um, obviously playing the way they have and then Spurs pounce on the counter as you'd expect mm. when they break out of their shell um, I think it's Bentoncourt wins it back and then it's played to Hoiberg it was a great goal deflected shot into I, the I back like of the net. oh he is a good player yeah, yeah. I do like Hoiberg mm. um, Doherty played really well Carol. Doherty did play well and mm. I think there's a clip of Conte sort of shouting in his ear this is, this is that's what, the player yeah. I wanted to see or mm. something um, I thought Doherty was great yeah mm. um, and Conte was harsh in his criticism with him in the mm. press conference before so maybe that's what Doherty needed though maybe yeah maybe he needed someone giving out to him rather than telling him to sweeten up you don't know what Stephen Kenny's telling him yeah. you know what I mean just from an Irish perspective whereas he has the harshness of Conte and maybe that gets him going you know yeah and like I think as an athlete you sort of want to prove people wrong as well and maybe that's what he was trying to do mm, this game um, but yeah in terms of this game I think Spurs were good but I, I just think Everton gifted to gifted the game to them slightly um, I think Lampard needs to be more inventive he needs more to his tactics than 11 men behind the ball because that's not going to work all the time and it might keep him up but if he wants a bit more ambition for Everton I think he needs to look past that and maybe try a few different things in, in games like this but mm. yeah I just yeah it was good result for Spurs but Everton needs to be better I think just from a Lampard point of view that and I've said it before and I, I said the same about Duff having worked with a coach like Mourinho defending's probably his strong suit defensively he probably knows a lot more about the game than offensively and that's ironic considering he was an attacking midfielder but from a management point of view I don't really have a problem with it I think Spurs were always going to win the game irrespective of, of how well Everton played I just thought Spurs would have too much to break them down I think yeah probably have a plan B if you're going to go down but I think I don't think Lampard would be losing too much sleep over a game in which that a penalty I'm going to say a harsh penalty decided it to an extent because before that Spurs couldn't break them down you know but, yeah true but yeah moving on Caron yes moving on swiftly um, I suppose it's a Sunday game now is it is it are we, are, is there any other side of games I think uh, well, uh, well, well there was others but I don't think we're going to be discussing will, will we much. run through a few of the results maybe yeah so the rest of the games on Saturday Leicester nil, Palace nil. we won't say a word about that <laughs> Fulham 2 Bournemouth 2 um, goal of the week for me comes in this game Solanke's fourth goal Solanke just a little spoiler alert but cracking goal mm. really really nice goal um, Fulham come come from behind twice to get a point and Fulham have been doing really well Wolves won not in the forest nil um, VAR again just ruined the game it was yeah. uh, I don't know but um, yeah Forest got a penalty they missed it but um, good win for Wolves I think Wolves are still looking for a manager aren't they they are on the hunt I think Nuno is linked mm, I don't know if, I don't know if they'll get that but yeah moving on to the Sunday game Kieran do you want to start with Leeds 
Um, yeah, and quickly, I suppose, the Friday game, because this is the namesake of this episode. Oh, shit, yeah, I suppose, <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about um, it. Tony gets, gets on the score sheet twice against Brighton. That's a good win for Brentford on... Oh, Ivan Tony's been great this season. Man. Yeah, he has. I think he's been better this season than he was last season. And I don't know if it's because... Do you remember a couple of times last season there was clips from him coming out talking shit about Brentford? Do you remember the one, the crypto fella? What are you talking to a fella yeah. about? Cryptocurrency. Um, he's like, who do you play for, man? And he's like, oh, I just play in the Premier League, mate. And he's like, who for? And he's like, oh, you wouldn't know. Like that. I think stuff like that, he's kind of cut that out of his game. I don't know if it's a case of um, the World Cup's on the horizon and he's just... He wants to push. I, I think he's... A he's, lot of players are like that now. I think he's England's second best striker after Kane. Hmm. I don't think... Like Vardy on his day, absolutely, but I don't think he's been up to scratch this season. And um, yeah, I think he has. I think he's on nine goals this season. Eight or nine goals. Eight goals, two assists, ten matches. And last year good. it was 33 games, 12 goals, five assists. And that, even last season, they are good stats. But he's nearly nearly close to that with a third of the games played already. Yeah. So yeah, Tony fans, episode 14. <laughs> um, he's back. He is back. Kieran Leeds, nil. Arsenal won. Well. Well, well, well. Well, Var. <laughs> how many, how many kids did you give today, Bar? Um, this this was shocking for Bar stuff. Um, mm. firstly, I'd like to give credit to Arsenal. Arsenal get in front with Bukayo Saka, mm. fantastic finish laid off by Martin Odegaard. Beautiful right foot finish to the top of the net, mm. and Saka makes it four goals, four assists so far this season. He's having a good season. Potential goal of, goal of the week as well, by the way. Yeah, great shot on his right foot. Moving into the second half, I think Leeds had a great second half. I yeah. think they were very good in the second half mm. and I think Bamford came on and improved them. I greatly. just think he misses too many chances though. That penalty was bad, but yeah, um, really bad. The disallowed goal for the push on Gabriel, what do you think of that? The was this the one that he got red carded for and then No, this was just before the penalty. He he gets a chance and he sort of like you barges into him a bit and then yeah. buries it. But I think it was kinda of soft. Is it, so Arsenal made it 2-0 I didn't no, see Leeds made it Leeds made it 1-0 with Bamford and uh, Gabriel goes down easy, Gabriel easy. sort of like goes to the ground but I thought it was very very soft I thought it was like he uses his body to get in front mm. of him I didn't think it was a push in the back I think mm. it was he uses his body better yeah Bamford involved in more controversy at the end obviously the penalty happened he missed Adzi mm. um, it was a handball on Gabriel again Gabriel yeah, I, I'll be honest with you I think I, and I thought about it last season I don't think Gabriel's great No. and Saliba as well Saliba kind of yeah against Leeds I think he was from that gave away penalty I have a mate who's like diehard Arsenal and he's in the States but uh, he was saying that he doesn't really trust Gabriel he trusts Saliba more yeah absolutely So it was Saliba who gave the away penalty wasn't yeah. Gabriel that gave away the penalty was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Because um, they made a big deal about it on match of the day, but um, it was yeah, poor from Bamford. Bamford doesn't really hit the target. I think he's feeling the weight of like the England World Cup thing as well, though. I kind of get mm. that sense that he's under pressure a bit. Yeah, um, obviously he won't get picked. I don't it's think. Tough time for as well with the Tory government. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the push thing. Now this is where it gets interesting. Mm. The controversy at the end. It was like something out of WWE, Adam. Um, I, I don't know where to start with it because it is a foul out right it is a free kick out but I think it's a sending off it is yeah like it's it's a really tough one Um, I think it was Chris Kavanagh referee doesn't give either he he, does, he gives the red card and he gives a penalty and then he goes no it's a free out and actually do you know what I'm not going to send you off I thought I, I think I don't know if he can even do this 
but it's a free out for the push by Bamford and then it's a red card for the kick by Gabriel yeah it's and a, I, I'm sure you could do that I'm pretty sure you could do that it's a hard push and mm. then I think yeah it is a free out and then Gabriel stores in it's not mm. nice I think it's a red do you remember something like that happened a while ago uh, Chelsea and United I think it was Batshuayi did it to Maguire or Maguire did to Batshuayi yeah. and nothing happened there either so I don't know if the refs are afraid to give that but he literally kicks him in the bollocks like yeah, it's not you know nice. what I mean it wasn't great nice. but um, yeah good result for Arsenal yeah good win for Arsenal and I suppose the question would be can they keep it going but mm. um, we'll have yet to see I suppose um, yeah. and then we move into another game uh, Chelsea versus Villa Mm. I'm going to talk about this quickly and then I'm going to give you the reins to Liverpool City because this game was awful again mm. another game I sat down to that was very poor um, Chelsea especially very poor in this game defensively um, I think we were saved by both Tyrone Mings and Kepa mm. <laughs> Kepa was unbelievable in this game unbelievable and I'm so, so, I, I, I despise Kepa mm. usually but he was a wall in goal yeah. There was one stage where Ings had a had a free header. He absolutely blasted the thing with his head. It was a bullet header and kept mm. it like got in the way. Went like this over the bar. Kepa was unbelievable. Um but you know what? Mason Mount also unbelievable. It was poor play by Tyrone Mings. Sixth minute. Pa tries to pa- head it back to um, Martinez and goal. Or I think he tries to head it out and it backwards headers to Mason Mount. Who just finishes? It's very poor. Tyrone Mings. I don't know what he's thinking. Um, and then for the second goal, it's Mings again. Who's caught out by Mount's quick feet and um, mm. fells him. And then Mason Mount blasts a free kick top of the net. Knuckle ball. Keeper could have done better. Maybe mm. keeper could have done better. I think credit to Mount though. Yeah, I think he really has stepped up since <laughs> you're giving out them. I think there, there's first two goals in the Premier League though, but I think he's since Potter's come in. He's been really good. I think that annoys me about him though, because like he has those standards in him, and mm. I I just get annoyed when he doesn't like when he slacks a bit and yeah. doesn't produce those standards. Because mm. I know he is a good player, mm. but he just doesn't do it all the time, and that's kind of annoying. But hopefully he keeps this consistency because he had a really good game. He carried us to victory. Mm. Carried us. And um, Villa played better overall though. They had an XG, yeah. XG of one point six three. I think Chelsea one point ten. Mm. I don't know what you're reading to XG, but I don't really read too much into it. But usually, but this is it's like, a, it's usually a good guide to see how the game's gone in an attacking sense. In in terms of a team creating more, and I think we look fatigued, and I think Kepa bailed us out. That's the way I describe this game. That's fair enough. Yeah. I think he made a lot of good saves, and this is probably why this XG is so high because Kepa did make loads of saves in the game. Mm. I wasn't expecting that at all. But we were fatigued, we were lethargic. I'd be expecting a better performance tomorrow against Brentford. Mm. Obviously, those games we'll talk about. But, Adi, I want to give you three rounds this Do you city. think, sorry, just before we go, do you yeah. think Gerard will get sacked? Honestly. And do you think, just based off that game, sorry for coming across you, do you think it's fair sacking him based off that game? No. No. I, okay. I think it's on form is probably the reason he gets sacked. But. Mm. This game, I thought Villa were quite good. Mm. Um, but honestly, Gerard needs to be doing better, in my opinion. He absolutely does. And mm. I, I do feel, so, and I'm not going to look, I'm, I'm a Gerard fan, obviously, but it'd be very hypocritical, hypocritical of me to say he deserves to stay in a job based on how they've been playing. But I think the result at home to Man City 
and they weren't entirely done by yesterday against Chelsea or Sunday against Chelsea like they were the masters of their own downfall like we're not going to do a call of the week this week <laughs> but it would be Tyron Mings yeah, you know what I mean and that, I think that'd be the fourth time since Gerrard's took over I was listening to a few episodes <laughs> that like I've done a statistical account on it that Mings has been called of the week so that tells you how shoddy he is as a defender yeah, he brings in Diego Carlos who gets injured for the season three games in you know what I mean so I, I do think it'd be somewhat harsh on Gerrard to sack him based after the Chelsea game but I do think his, uh, his reign is coming to an end but Kieran, before I get on to the to the prime Varkles of Liverpool and City I'm going to talk real quick about United nil, Newcastle nil, because we were listening to it on the way down to um, Warford in the car Shane Woodley they were watching the Chelsea match um, and yeah United nil, Newcastle nil. Um, shout out to Colt obviously Colt McLaughlin big Newcastle fan he, he was delighted with that Newcastle done enough to win this game and in fairness United done enough to win it as well I didn't see it um, so there's a Varane gets taken Varane takes down Callum Wilson early on um, and it was a clear penalty like a clear as day penalty um, wasn't given which was an absolute joke um, then Newcastle as I said had the better at the start Trippier had a free kick and it was a big thing on match of the day and I built it up really big it was like Manchester United they know what Kieran Trippier can do for free kicks and he takes it and what does he do <laughs> fucking hits the wall but then he crosses it in from the from the free kick after um, and Joe, Joe Linton has two headers one off the crossbar and one off the fucking post I think had that been anyone else you're talking Newcastle 1-0 um, United, the United players on, to be honest with you like you were saying about Chelsea being fatigued Chelsea have a bigger squad than United and obviously Chelsea have a few players out but United look absolutely wrecked they looked out on their feet during that game yeah I think that's really having an effect on them because um, the squad isn't that great um, and there was desperation creeping into the game at one stage so it was a Ronaldo and Bruno played nice interplay, but Ronaldo was offside. He scored, and from the resulting free kick from Pope, um, I think it was Cher. He plays it back to Pope, John, like to take the free kick, yeah. and Ronaldo's looking at Pope and like giving him the eyes, and Pope just like looking at him, going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so he runs in on top of Pope, takes the ball, kicks it in for one 0 The United fans go mad, and then all the United fans, uh, the United players, swarm around the referee, and they're like, "That's a goal! That's a goal!" And Pope and Cher literally going mate we didn't take the free kick like what are you doing yeah. um, now I can see what he was trying to do but it just reeked of des- desperation it reeked of a team going yeah we're probably out on our feet here um, and then Rashford has a great chance in the last minute to make it 1-0 he doesn't Sancho dived at one stage um, Fred has a, has a, misses his sitter like you know you've done enough to win the game as well so I think a nil all is probably a fair reflection on the game but um, yeah not, not great for me you know and Newcastle again proving to be tough to play against I think against the top sides this season they got a draw against City at home they got a draw here and obviously Liverpool beat them in the last minute so it's they've been good this season you know what I mean it's, they've been decent and I do I do fancy them to be up there towards the end of the season yeah I think the impressive thing about Newcastle is like they haven't I've said this before but they haven't made that strong investment where you're thinking oh my god they're mm. contenders for top four but it's the fact that Howe is probably making the best out of the bunch he has. Obviously, there's a few new recruits, Botman, Guimaraes, mm. who improved the squad. But I think the players like Wilson stepping up, uh, mm. Joe Linton, Almiron. Almiron. Almiron's been brilliant. Yeah, I think Joe Linton's been great since Howe's come in like mm. as well. Um, yeah, really good for him. Mm. And that leads us in, Kieran, 
two Liverpool won Man City nil. Um, <laughs> I, I just I, a I'm day gonna, of bliss. I'm gonna do a Nigel Farage on it. I'm gonna be like you all laughed at me, but who's laughing now? I think for the last like, six weeks on this podcast, I've been saying, yeah, it's not as bad as what people are making it out to be. It's not as bad as what people are making it out to be. I think everyone's everyone's been going. Oh, it's terrible! It's terrible! It's like Van Dyke said the same thing. Not. in the interview, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> and, and just it's like the only one who's come I was out. Like, is that Andy doing yeah, the interview? <laughs> the only one who's come out and said otherwise was Neville after we lost to Arsenal. But like we lost three three two to Arsenal with a shoddy penalty. You know what I mean? That yeah. like it was a soft penalty. It was a penalty. But the point being, like they didn't smash us and they're top of the league and flying form, etc. Um this City team come to Anfield and we talked about it with Dara last week one win Kieran, since 2003 which is which is in front of zero people obviously during Covid and I think that ha- I, I, being deadly serious with you I think that has an effect on Pep on being 100% genuine I don't think it's no coincidence that his only ever win at Anfield has come when there's been no one there because for the genius that he is and I love Pep Guardiola I do but he, he always loses the head at Anfield and what that does essentially and I've been in Anfield when things like this have happened it happened years ago when we played Everton and I think it was Funes not Funes Murray um, Sidibe who was playing right right centre half of three and it was when Origi scored twice that one he just lost the head at one point and started going mad at the fans and all and it's like that's, the fans want that the fans feed on that you know what I mean that gives the fans energy and it was after um, Foden scores and it goes to VAR and to be honest with you Oh, Liverpool boys, VAR was right here to, to intervene. Well, the Fabinho one definitely fell, in my opinion. Yeah, but even before that, Kieran, it was a, mm. it was a corner and they gave a goal <laughs> kick. Like mm. it was a corner, Salah true and yeah. Edison. Anyways, but getting back to the point, Guardiola loses the head. Looks at looks at the the main stand and is giving it like giving it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was fuck gas. you! I was like, it's hilarious. But it was like the time when we beat them three 0 at Anfield the season we won the league and he's like that to the referee and he's like he's going, twice twice to the, to screaming to the crowd and the crowd's laughing at him and the crowd's going thanks Pep this I is all we need I don't mind that level of animation though I think it's it, it's the passion that, that you need in football at the same no, time Kieran, I, compl- I completely agree with you yeah. and I, I whole, and he's saying Klopp at the end I wholeheartedly agree with yeah. you but I just think it's brainless from I really do because he knows what the Anfield crowd is like he knows that they'll get on his back they, he knows that the Anfield crowd will act as a 12th man mm. and that's essentially what happened it gave them all the feel they needed um, Jot has a few chances probably should score the one where it's crossed in by the outside of Sal's left foot and I think it hits the crossbar and goes out but he he, he was good on the day I yeah. thought I thought to be honest with you it was Liverpool's best night of the season the pressing was great the defending the right it was weird how Liverpool played and I think Klopp in fairness to him took a book out of uh, took a leaf out of uh, Tuchel's book where he had like six at the back because he had Elliot Milner Gomez Van Dijk Robertson and Jota at the back at times that's how good it was don't do Tuchel like that that's, I mean say. it's true but um, <laughs> the solid chance comes about and this is where this is where it gets really feisty I've watched this whole game back by the way it was, mm-hmm. it was a really good game probably I'd say apart from the Chelsea sports game earlier in the season probably the best game of the season so far yeah i only seen the first half um, Elliot was good Elliot was very good um, Salah gets the chance Edison saves and the ref the ref gives a goal kick and I was look, and I, I didn't know that the goal was scored straight away after that ref gives a goal kick and I'm going fucking hell referee then um, 
Haaland takes down Fabinho and I'm like right that's free kick now plays on obviously they score from it and I had known about all this before and I was like how is the referee not giving it? he's like he's right beside it and I think one of the arguments was oh well he refereed the game in a certain way but it's like yeah but it was a foul you know what I mean like you can referee whatever way he wants it's still a fucking foul like it reminded me of that Milan game you saying that like they were saying oh the ref 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 the game consistently mm. but yeah it was consistently bad you know what mm. I mean <laughs> like and even even Haaland kicking out of Alisson's hands like that's that's a fucking well who was it by the way that guy that Holland. referee oh Taylor yeah mm. ball fraud um, <laughs> Salah gets the goal then an Alisson assist his third assist of Mo Salah has more assists in the last two seasons than Grealish does. Did you see that TikTok? Which is amazing. Too? Yeah, yeah. Poetic <laughs> was one. Poetic. Um, it was a great goal. It was a great finish. Um, Salah rolls Cancelo and then rolls it into the back of uh, Ederson's net. Van Dijk and Gomez are great. Um, I think Gomez gets man the match on the day but I would have given it to Van Dijk. There was a header at 1-0. Haaland was going to tap it in, man. Oh, yeah. And Van Dijk just gets there and I like, as I said, I, I hadn't seen that match a day. I was watching the match back and when he done that and obviously you know the result when he headed that out I literally jumped out and went yes get in because was, that that's as good as a goal and Alisson's save on Haaland at one point as well that like point blank gets down low that's as good as a goal in itself you know what I mean and um, this is the Liverpool clubs change a lot with the formation etc but I think this is the kind of Liverpool that we're probably going to see a lot of now for the rest of the season um, and I think post World Cup when the likes of Diaz Jota Kanate is fit I think you're going to see a Liverpool side who are going to cause the Premier League a lot of problems yeah well one thing I would say about this is a great result for Liverpool but for the sake of the league Liverpool played a perfect game mm. on Sunday how many other teams are going to play the perfect game against City I don't think many are I don't think if I don't want to contradict you when I say this but Aston Villa didn't necessarily play the perfect game against them and got a result and mm. could have gotten a fucking win. Do you remember Coutinho scored yeah. and the ref blew the whistle just as he shot when he shouldn't have for an offside that wasn't offside. Yeah. Like there's luck in games and there's like obviously Liverpool were the better side on Sunday. Don't get it twisted. But I do think there's elements of this that you know they get away with it. You know what I mean? And I think I think Arsenal are still frail as well. I still think teams can get at Arsenal. Like they got lucky the weekend in a sense as well. Imagine that was Tyler Adams taking the penalty and he scores and makes mm. it one all. You know what I mean? The, the, football's such fine margins. I've said that for as well, um, and things are literally done on on flip of a coin at times. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. Well, we only have a handful of games left mm. before the mini break, um, and obviously there's some games on tonight, Tuesday, mm. Wednesday. Mm. Uh, there are some games we won't be able to cover them unfortunately mm. but um, we have a live cast yeah well. sadly well we, well, we, well, we? well well um, talk real quick like here on we're back again another technical difficulty but we are back yes touch on the FAO Cup real quick because we are 45 minutes into an unedited podcast <laughs> but um, yes Derry 2 Treaty 1 um, Shells play Derry this weekend I didn't think they were too convincing to be honest with you um, I don't know if you've seen a video after the game well, first of all good win for Derry congrats unfortunate for a treat would have been nice for them to get to a final um, but the Derry and Treaty fans post game pre game so pre game they were in a pub in Derry singing um, songs together which I thought was a bit suspect 
and then after the game there's a video doing the rounds of the drummer of Derry obviously banging his drum and there's fans going past him shaking his hands and giving him knuckle touch and I was like ah lads come on I know there's the League of Ireland family we all love that but now give it a rest <laughs> bring back tribalism in football um, there's something about shells now that's very funny on Twitter is no, nobody wants us to win us everyone's saying things like treaty deliver us from evil and stuff like that um, which is great I prefer that I'd rather that than shaking an opponent's hand after a game you don't but, um, like a bit of peace and prosperity no, fuck that I, don't, I, don't, I couldn't care for that at all um, Brandon Kavanagh gets the goal to make it 2-1 it was Jane McGonagall who got the goal for Derry as well Brandon Kavanagh of course of Bray fame with a three-all draw with Shells last season um, he lives in my brain rent free because he's such a good footballer so I am worried about him but um, the big game on Sunday for myself was of course Warford nil Shells won as I said, Davis here with us as well, so he might chime in. But uh, job done for Shells. Um, I have no nails left, Kieran. <laughs> as you can see, I have very little nails left. You were biting I was, them. I was stood in the sand, biting them like fuck. I was absolutely um, terrified as to what was going to happen. Now, obviously, we got to win the end. Um, I wasn't that... It was a weird kind of nervous because I had a feeling we'd win. I was confident enough of beating them. But there was that part of me that was like, what if we lose you know what I mean what if we do lose um, the trip back is going to be grim that would that would have meant an easy final for Derry you could say as well um, an easier test an, e- an absolutely easier yeah. test like I think the games between Shells and Derry this season you were at one of them I think weren't you when yeah. I was on commentary Derry got the deflected goal to win 1-0 Shells of course won in Derry 2-1 earlier in the season and the first game for Derry away um, and Tolkien finished 1-0 as well and it wasn't convincing like the games have been tight this season you know, as when I was chatting that time with Rory Higgins, you know, do you remember I asked, was like, can you tell us about your team today? He was like, oh, I can't be telling you that. I was like, yeah, fair enough for Rory Nice, but um, he did say, <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, Rory, give me, give me some help. A lovely chap, by the way, I'm not saying him, he's a nice fella. Um, yeah, he said himself, the games weren't, you know, there wasn't a whole lot between the sides in the games. So it's, it's an interesting prospect. Um, I, I do think, for shells to win it would be massive it would probably be one of the best days of my life because I'll, I'll be there in the Aviva but um, it was a great day on Sunday for shells I just want to touch real quick on um, Damien Duff and Matty Smith I know you've talked about Matty Smith before he's on loan from Derry so he can't play the final which is a bit sad and I have to say respect to Duffer it was, it was forward thinking um, of course there was that famous Roy Keane Champions League semi-final against Juventus where he knew he wasn't going to be playing the final because he had too many bookings he would have been ruled out of it um, against Juventus in the year they won the treble and I think Duffer was noting that in his pre-game with Matty Smith he was like look you might be able to play the final mm. take inspiration from this and to be honest with you a lot of people have an agenda against Duff since he's coming to Shells and that could be a Shells thing and it could be a Duff thing and there is this kind of siege mentality against Shells where it's us against the world. And I love that. I, I, I don't want anyone to be a fan of Shells. I, I love I love Shells being the team that people don't want to play. People don't want them to win. People don't want to play against us. They don't want to lose to us. That's what you want. I'd rather that than handshakes after the game with the opposition fans. Um, Shout out as well to Lukey Bourne. Got the man of the match on the day. Absolutely colossal. Follower of the podcast. Follower of the podcast as well. <laughs> he's, he's an absolute gent. He's a really nice fella and this whole getting to the final 
this is a redemption arc for him. It's a great story. Has he's had a lot of injuries earlier in his career, and now he's in the final for Shells, captaining us. Um, man of the match performance on Sunday. Um, he deserves all the credit in the world. I, I have a lot of time for Luke Bourne, and yeah, it was a really great Sunday for Shells. Shells Derry, FAI Cup final. It's a showcase of the season. I'm sure we'll preview it. We will. Yeah. Um, it's a showcase of the season. Um, and I can't wait for. It. I'm really, really looking forward to a it. big day out. A big day out. And I, do you know what? I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the big day out. You go to a final to win it. And I know for a fact, Duffer, he has that winning mentality from his time at Chelsea. He's an ex-international. He's going to be with the same lines. You know, we, we haven't won anything yet, but it doesn't mean we won't win anything. It means we have a chance to win the cup. And I love that mentality from Shells. And what an addition Duff has been to Shells. And um, yeah, it was a really great Sunday. You know, Lukey, Sean Boyd, all the lads. Gavin Malloy gets the goal. My the man, game. Coyle. Mark Coyle G. as well. Great performance again. <laughs> He's a redemption arc as well. He was injured for a lot of the season. Um, really, really great weekend for Shells and myself and Liverpool winning. So, yeah, we're going to move on now, Kieran. We're going to have to, I suppose, speed it up. <laughs> we, we never said at the start we were doing a preview for the Chelsea United game, I don't think, did we? Yeah, we should. That's been scrapped. Yeah. So, if anyone who's tuning in, extra um, I'm going to go Chelsea 2, Man United 1, Kieran. Um, I'm going to go Chelsea 5 4. Grand. That's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> but we're moving on now, Kieran, to our Around the World. In sixty seconds, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it in. Just give me a second, Kieran. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go over. Sorry, I just like to kick it in a bit. All right, here we go. Or three seconds. El Clasico. Real beat Barca three one to go top of La Liga. Benzema, Valverde, Rodrigo, and Torres on the score sheet. Xavi now has a ten percent lower win percentage than Ron Koeman in the same amount of games in charge. Italy. Napoli stay top of Syria in a five-goal thriller versus Bologna. Victor Osiman with the winner after being out injured. Germany nine nine nine. How can this be happening? Fan-owned Union Berlin extend their lead at the top of Bundesliga by four after beating Dortmund two 0 at home. France nonce move out of the relegation zone Shout after <laughs> after a four-one home win versus Brest. And finally, <laughs> and finally to soccer now MLS. Lorenzo Insigne taunted while taking a corner for Toronto by child shouting where's your World Cup where's your World Cup oh. Lorenzo smiled and proceeded to hit the first man yeah. and that's around the world in 60 seconds this week Kieran you've done that in 54 seconds I, I was I, talking very fast yeah I know and I was worried about you at one point um, I did of course play um, around the world on my phone because to save the editing Kieran this is what we're all about but it's our last segment of the show. You're looking at me very. I was quite. Ha- I was quite happy about that. Yeah, that was quite good. Thank, yeah, you. Yeah. thank you. Thank you. Nonsense, breast. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yes, we are moving on now, Kieran. Just, I did put out a thing on the Instagram this past week, um, saying your thoughts on this past week in the world of football. So we're gonna read, read through that. Read through that really quick. Um, Woodley, uh, Woodley says wins all around this weekend for the lads. Obviously, Chelsea winning. Shells winning, Liverpool winning. It was a great weekend. Gary says, "How did Benzema not win the striker of the year, but won the Ballon d'Or?" Um, I don't. I'm not going to lie to you, right? I don't know what your opinion is on this. I couldn't give a shit about either. I think awards like that are really like, who cares? Yeah, I'd agree with you. Like they come around once a year, and you're like half expecting one year players to get them. You're like, yeah, I hope he gets it, but at the same time, I don't really care. Yeah, don't care <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the consistency is really bad. They're like. I think Lewandowski won striker of the year and Benzema didn't and then he won 
Ballon d'Or. So it's a bit. I think they tried to make everyone happy in that sense, but um, I suppose I, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a mad one. Ian says referees and VAR have ruined football altogether, taking points. Um, I'd off, be saying that as a Leeds off Leeds, fan, yeah, <laughs> off Leeds every weekend. Yeah, it is frustrating, isn't it? I think. Um, I don't know. I think Leeds. I think that's more down to the quality of players at times with Leeds as well. Yeah, what I would say is though they probably deserved a point on Sunday. They probably did. Yeah, they they put up a strong performance, but I think it's like you can't really be blaming Far for it. I suppose for the goal that they scored, I actually didn't know they scored a goal. That was really yeah, good. that was very strange to me. I don't think that was a foul. Um, Dave, I don't know if you remember what you said, but you said shells are magic. The cup is coming back to talk. A question mark. Liverpool to start a comeback. Do you want to explain what very, you're saying? Very questionable, Dave. Very questionable opinion. I, I, I feel good. I feel like. Ah, yeah. No, I don't. Um, I feel look, good. Look, I, we're gonna win the Champions League. <laughs> I think we can have them in the final, but I Ian says might have been asked before which I'm surprised it hasn't 
<laughs> what a conspiracy theory you believe in. Kieran, I'm going to let you start. Oh, no. Um, this is... Now be careful, please. Be careful what you say here. I can't... Alright. I, I can't think of one that's not controversial so why would I say why would I expose myself like that but I, I'm gonna go with one that I not that I don't necessarily believe in but that I find hilarious and um, I seen it on TikTok the other week and it's a conspiracy that Australia doesn't in fact exist Um, the theory being that when you're on a plane to Australia they just <laughs> it was really funny because it was like do you ever feel like you're on a plane and it's not moving you're just in the air and I was like no I've never felt that I've I kind of get what he means oh for god's sake and anyways yeah. he believes this fellow believes that Australia is in fact um, an island beside Chile and it's not as big as what people think right. it's just it's, it's not a real place well let him believe what he wants to believe I mean that's fair enough yeah I, I, I don't really like pay too much attention to conspiracy theories I find them more funny than anything you know what I mean you know what I have one I think the earth is flat there you go <laughs> Dave I believe that Sasquatches are real. Is oh, that a conspiracy theory? Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah. I think Ian's asked his question to try and trip us up here, but go no, on, sorry. No, I, I, I yeah, he's not going to get me. No, he's not getting me either. He's not getting me. No, Bigfoot's real, boys. Okay. Do you remember you used to watch Bigfoot Hunters? Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be screaming in the night. <laughs> Fucking noise that. <laughs> they'd be screaming so, they'd be screaming <laughs> in the middle of the night and then they'd do, what they'd do Karan is right they'd have like a whistle no, don't, cut that, don't cut that don't cut that I'm not cutting it I'm just trying to turn it down a bit um, <laughs> Karan's trying to cut out this, this Sasquatch that was screaming there but basically they would scream in the night and when they'd hear it echoing back to them they'd go oh my god guys did you hear that Sasquatch <laughs> no and it's just no, like it's not true man that's what I was like I don't know guys this is going in the compilation. That conspiracy question is going in the compilation. <laughs> oh, really? Surely. Okay. Have you got the one that was farting last week as well? I have. Yeah, yeah grand, lovely. Um, Ian says, if you had to drink one point for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, it, ha- it can't be something repetitive. I think Guinness would get too much after six. I oh, can't drink Guinness in the summer. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think well, it will get. Kieran, what do you mean? It's not too repetitive. It's one drink for the rest of your life, so it is repetitive. Adam, stop going out of your way to do. I'm, I'm agreeing with you here. Yeah. I, I don't agree that Guinness is too repetitive. I think does it have to be beer. I think it has to be beer, doesn't it? A beer or a cider? I'd cider's too repetitive as well because it's too sugary. It's too sugary. Um, so I think I'd go for a lighter beer, possibly a San Miguel, mm-hmm. um, or a Heineken. I think I'd go with a, a bottle of Corona or a pint of Corona because you can put lemon mm. and lime in it and have you ever had a, a Corona Sunrise where no. it's Corona it's like um, like it's very tall it's a pint that's why I drink a pint of Corona for the rest of my life if I had to go with one I, I personally go uh, no beer brewed in England for me that's not good enough <laughs> Sam McWell brewed in England you know. I know and that's not good enough either yeah so is Madri and Peroni and Bermaretti which is really frustrating I, I'd go with the pints of red wine for life Oh, Big Sam. Big Sam. Big Sam. <laughs> what is the most important part of a fry? Good I, question. I think the sausage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most. Oh shit! I think the most important part of a fry. Um. Um. <laughs> what was that? Oh shit! <laughs> I nearly made the laptop fall. Oh. I think what makes a fry a grey fry is a nice hash brown. Yeah. 
That's the best quote of all time. For me. <laughs> what makes a fry a great fry is a hash brown. It's a nice hash brown. A nice hash brown. A golden brown, crispy, soft on the inside. Different gravy. Yeah. What about hard on the inside? Boys, boys. No. A good <laughs> fry up. The integral part of it is a crispy bit of rasher. You don't want the treaty one that's not fully done where the fat's Are you talking like, chewy. you're talking like a proper... Fries, yeah. Yeah, no, no, obviously, we're, we're talking yeah. about fries, you dope. Yeah. You're talking about like a thick rasher. A thick rasher. A back thick. rasher. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. With the fat absolutely crispy when it crunches in your mouth. You don't want one where you can flush your teeth with the fat. Um, Interesting, man. Kieran says, Podception. So this is you saying this. <laughs> but catching up on the bake-off here, I want to hear the lad's opinion on macarons. Um, yeah, I was looking at that episode as well last night. Macarons. Macarons. We're calling them macarons or something. Yeah, I mean that, that's the Brits for you, but yeah. um, I don't really have an opinion on them. I have never had them. I've never had one. Yeah, I think they're overrated. We do you want do you want to talk about the biscuit they made after with the little fruit on the inside, the chocolate on the outside? Oh, what was that called again? No idea, but it looked lovely. Yeah. Oh, I have it. I have notes about it. Hold on. Um, it's called like a, a Gabaldi. It is. It's a Gabaldi biscuit. Garibaldi biscuit. Um, Gabaldi. very nice. <laughs> Um, Gary says top three X Factor contestants. Kieran, number one Wagner. Number two, what's your man's name? Who um, looked like? Ah, oh, who did he look like? Chico. Do you remember Chico? It's Chico time. So Wagner, Chico, and I'm gonna go. Um, I suppose One Direction because they're actually like fucking a big deal. If you were to go about it seriously, I think you go uh, Stacy or what's her name? Leona Lewis. Leona Lewis. Yeah. Uh, you'd probably go with. Um, one Direction and you go with um, fuck I, I don't even know X Factor Matt Cardle or something Matt Cardle yeah he won it yeah. um, Dave says Biscuit Tier List a la Andy Robson and James Milner I think we might do that um, Bacon Bad Bacon Bad that'll be a whole episode the, the uh, Great British Bake Off special um, yeah. number two is coming at some stage we don't know when but it will be coming um, Kane says Ireland pull back in the title race um, as I said last week, I think the title race consists of um, Man City and Man City alone. So I'm gonna say no. Yeah, but it's a long season. As I said at the start of the season, I do think teams will take points off each other more often. But I wouldn't say Liverpool are in the title race. At one point last season, they were look what I'll say is right. Need to keep clean sheets. But what I said last year was that 14 or 15 points behind when we were behind City, we'd come back. No Salah or Mane either. To be fair, no, I do remember Day is saying that. Yeah, and I was happened. strongly with it, but it hinges on keeping clean sheets. That's the big one. What else? What, what I'll say is, I suppose on the toilet race, it, Arsenal won't last. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. No, I really don't. I think they're putting it up. I don't trust them. Well, the games where they should have fallen down was Leeds away, Liverpool at home. So they, they, they got they got lucky there. They're getting calls, but they're getting calls because. Yeah, I know, but they got they got lucky though. I, I think the mini break, the mini break, lads, it's huge. But I don't think I don't think they're as good as what Liverpool and City were when they were getting. No, they That's the point they though. Aren't, but I feel like we've slightly regressed. No, that's that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm the point you're making is Arsenal are getting these decisions and look because they're playing so well. The point I'm making is when Liverpool and City were getting that. They were playing much better than what Arsenal are playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Arsenal are still frail. Mm-hmm. This Arsenal side reminds me of Liverpool 17 18 when Salah came in. Remember, we beat Man City 4 3 mm-hmm. that season. Yeah. yeah, That's what this Arsenal team, don't get me wrong, next season, a few more investments, absolutely. 
but I just don't trust him this season. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, last question. Oh no, fuck, we have a few questions left. Oh no, we don't. Philly just said some shit about Nunes. He said three questions. Yeah, it's, all. they're all about Nunes. Is Nunes a flop? No. Are Liverpool fans want to sell Nunes? No. Um, how how shallow can Nunes go? He, he said shallow is in the. Song yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. How shallow Nunes can go? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That's yeah. I mean Bradley Cooper and Nunes. Nunes um, that's yeah, that's very true. That's an interesting um, paradox. Keen movie, and this is the question we're gonna end the show on. Kieran says, oh, "Hold on, just let me look through the other ones." Uh, yep. The last question from Keen: Who would win? A team of 11 Ronaldos or a team of 11 Messi's That's a good question. in their prime? Um, mm. I'd go Ronaldo's because I think if you have Ronaldo's a powerful frame. Yeah. I think if you put 11 Ronaldo's against 11 Messi, I think 11 Ronaldo's wins every time. I he's think. taller as well. Yeah, put him in goal. He's in goal. Centre-backs, he's tall. I think if 11 Messi's were to play against 11 Ronaldo's though, that the eleven Ronaldos would, would not get the ball off eleven Messi's. True. So I would I would go with eleven Messi's. Mm. I I go Ronaldo just just for the sake. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice way to. This Dave event. Dave's gonna go with eleven Messi's. Yeah, yeah. Messi. We we all love uh, Ronaldo and the Leonard's household. And that's the show this week here on <laughs> episode thirteen. Tony fans, it's been a pleasure. As always, I'm going to get a bowl of butternut squash soup and a toasty before I go to work. Not a potato wedge, no? No, I don't have any wedges. No. Um, but yeah, thanks as ever for joining us. We do hope you're keeping well and we leave it there, so. Sorry for the length, by the way. The, the, there's nothing we could have done. But anyway, we'll leave it there, so. I just wait your time again. See you later. <laughs>